Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events behind the scenes footage and so much more plus you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon it's in you please be in it visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now that's podcast with an s thanks from kqed Welcome back to Forum on KQED. I'm guest host Priya David Clemens, filling in for Mina Kim. Calls to California's Employment Development Department have soared over the past year, with about 5 million calls a week from more than 350,000 different callers. A new San Francisco Chronicle analysis found that in May, nearly a third of callers couldn't get through to EDD, and each caller averaged more than 10 tries. The frustrating situation has led to some to hire intermediaries like Autodial and Claimer to help break through jammed lines. So have you experienced struggles reaching the EDD? Have you tried one of these services? We want to hear about it. For those of you who are listening, if you'd like to join the conversation with a comment, please give us a call now at 866 Seven three three six seven eight six. That's eight six six seven three three six seven eight six. You can also get in touch on Twitter and Facebook at KQED Forum or email to forum at kqed.org. Carolyn Saeed, the business staff writer with the San Francisco Chronicle, looked into these intermediary EDD services for her latest article, and she joins us now. Carolyn, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. So it's been a grueling year plus for Californians who have been left unemployed in the pandemic. And the EDD has had major issues for quite some time now. To begin with, could you just set the stage about the problems overall? What's been going wrong with our unemployment agency? Well, California's EDD has been totally swamped by the deluge of unemployed people. And to tell the truth, even before the pandemic started, EDD was struggling just to keep up with an ordinary good economic time number of unemployed people. Once the pandemic started and overnight, we had millions of people thrown out of work and desperate to reach the agency and get benefits. EDD simply could not handle it. Their technology is obsolete. Their um Staffing is small. They've rushed to hire a lot of people, but they say it takes a year to train people to be really fully able to answer everybody's questions. So basically, they hired a lot of people who could answer the phone if you were lucky enough to get through hmm. and just help with very simple things. So um, I, it's been a quagmire for unemployed people trying to reach them. More people are becoming employed once again, and yet these problems on the phone lines seem to be growing. Why is that? Well, that is a great question. Um, it could be in some, some of it could be attributed to these services I wrote about. The services are basically robo dialing services. So if, if you hire one of these services, they will automatically dial EDD, EDD for you over and over again until they connect. And they say, well, that you would have done the same thing yourself, but you might not have done it as assiduously as, as a bot could. So they'll dial, you know, a hundred times if it takes it to get through. So that's adding to the congestion. Um, the other big thing that's going on is under um, 
federal and state law, when you've been on unemployment benefits for 12 months, you have to open a new claim. So we are obviously at and past the 12 month mark for many people. So suddenly there's a deluge of people, you know, who've been collecting unemployment and now they have to go through a lot of new hurdles to keep getting it. EDD recently tried to automate that, but up until very recently, um, if, if you've been unemployed for a year, as many people were because the, the layoff started last March and April, you had to start the whole process over again, which of course is confusing and a lot of hoops to jump through and created a whole new choke point. So you mentioned two different companies that are providing this sort of fixer service. How does it work? How much does it cost? And what kind of companies are offering this service? So these are both very small companies. They were each started by one person. And in both cases, it was a Bay Area entrepreneur who themselves, they were both men, who who themselves were unemployed and had trouble getting through to EDD. And both of them thought, oh, I'm, you know, an entrepreneur and I know how to do things. And they each wrote their own little software to dial for themselves. And it worked. So they started sharing it. So these are very small companies. Um, they charge claimers charges 20 bucks a call. The other company uh, auto dial charges between 30 and 80 a call. Um, you pay them and then they just start calling on your behalf when they get they, they add you to their list of, you know, hundreds of people who are waiting. So when your turn comes up in the list, they're, they're just automatically calling EDD over and over when they get through to the EDD hold line that your phone rings and they connect you to EDD, and then they say they come off the call, which is a huge issue because a lot of people are concerned that they stay on and listen to it, and they both swear that they don't. Um, and then you're just on hold with EDD, and then you just you know, proceed to try to get your, your claim solved with EDD. The, the issue is for people who don't use the services, it can take days to just even get to the EDD hold line because you call over and over, and you get busy signals, and you know people have lives and have other things to do and they get frustrated and they just can't do it. I mean, I've heard from so many people who said they spent, you know, literally a hundred hours calling and calling and calling. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's hard. It's frustrating. You know, so, so people are willing to pay $20 to skip that process and, and just sort of get to the head of the line. Yeah. And do these companies actually have any sort of privileged access or is it just the ability to dial over and over again? Carolyn Saeed, do we still have you on the line? So while we're waiting for Carolyn to come back, let's go to the phones now. We've got Lindy calling in from Menifee. Lindy, you're on the line. Tell us about your experiences. Okay, so I sent in my application in February. I had to mail it in because I had worked out of state for a couple years traveling around. And so I had to do that. I got my first email May 17th. For certifying weeks, it did not have an EDD uh, account number, so I couldn't do it online. So I started calling. I called all day on the 17th and the 18th. I got a message from EDD, like an EDD alert through my text messages, saying they're processing my claim and all this other stuff about it with a link to their website. And then just said to type in help if you want more info. And I've been typing in help. Ever since May 18th, I have not gotten a response to my request for help. I have filed a complaint. I filed that two weeks ago with EDD. I received a uh, request to certify weeks for February on May 20th. I sent that back in with a copy of my complaint. I have still not heard from EDD. I still do not have an EDD account, customer account number, so I cannot process it online. 
Lindy, sounds incredibly frustrating. Can you tell us also, in addition to sort of this logistical hurdle that you are, obstacle after obstacle you are going through, what is the personal impact to you and your household to not be able to reach EDD? Yeah, I was out of work for two months. I went through all my savings. Luckily, I landed a new job on uh, April 4th. Congratulations. I've been working, been working for Microsoft since then and doing well, but I have no savings anymore because I used that to live for those two months that I did not hear from EDD. Mm-hmm. And Carolyn Saeed, I understand you're back on the line now. You must have heard these sorts of stories, really frustrating and heartbreaking stories over and over again. Yes, heartbreaking is really the word. I mean, so many people have have run through their savings and just don't have resources. Um, There are two pieces of advice I have for Lindy and other people in this situation. One is to look for a nonprofit legal clinic in your county, because many of those clinics now um, have practices devoting to helping people with their EDD claims. The other is to contact your elected state senator or state assembly person, because they have a better pipeline to EDD than um, average people do. And staff from those offices meet with EDD every two weeks and bring up hardship cases to them. Mm. And then actually a couple more things. If you ever do get through to EDD, tell them that you are a hardship case. And that sometimes can help escalate you. Great, Carolyn. Thanks for that advice. Lindy, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Um, Caroline Said, when we talk about these outside agencies such as Claimer, is there an argument that this sort of hired help makes things worse, that it clogs the phone lines even more or unfairly gives a leg up to those who can afford those sorts of services? Well, yes, there, there definitely is that argument to be made. And I understand the desperation of people who use these services. You know, there are people like Lindy, who we just heard from, who are out of money and desperately need money. And it's worth $20 to them to try to get this help. So I don't fault them. And I, the services are just, you know, doing sort of a capitalist thing of trying to meet a demand in the market. But These government services are supposed to be free. You're not supposed to have to pay for them. And it really underscores how badly um, messed up the situation is that people are having to use them. But yes, I do believe that these call services are adding to the congestion. I mean, Claimer themselves said that their um, calls accounted for 5% of the 5 million um, EDD calls received in the week ending May 15th. That's you know, a huge chunk of calls. Mm-hmm. Is there any hope on the horizon? Do we see things changing anytime soon? Well, all along, EDD has been, you know, trying, struggling to keep up. They've been hiring people. They, um, Their previous director unexpectedly retired in December and was replaced by a new director. Um, the government's, the governor's current budget allocates millions of dollars to try to fix some of the EDD issues. There's a package of bills pending in the legislature that would address different EDD issues. Um, for instance, the um, issue that if you don't speak English or Spanish, you know, you're kind of out of luck with them. And if you speak Spanish, you're still partially out of luck. Um, you know, language access is another huge barrier. And, and we haven't talked about that yet. But people who don't speak English are also paying intermediaries to help them. Um, and, and that can also be an issue. So, so there's some hope, but it, it's happening at, at a pretty slow pace. And, and you know, it, it, it's hard to totally reform 
um, something so antiquated and and so sort of stuck in its ways, I think. Yeah. We're talking about the problems people are encountering as they try to reach EDD and why some people are hiring intermediaries to help. If you've experienced struggles reaching the Employment Development Department or have tried one of these intermediary services, we want to hear from you. Give us a call now at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook or at KQED Forum, or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. We're going to go to some of the comments now. Sue asks, why can't the California government hire more staff and add more telephone lines for EDD? And Carolyn, you've talked about that a little bit. Uh, could you please delve into that a little further for yes. us? Yes. So they, they are hiring more staff. And I, I did a whole article where I talked to the people that they hired. The, you know, the thing is, they're hiring staff. And as I said, those people can answer the phone. They can help you do some simple things like change your password or, you know, tell you if you are, you know, you need to recertify your claim to keep the money flowing. But unfortunately, the rules are so complex. The, all the, the rules, which are not all created by California, many are created by the federal government, of how unemployment works and exactly how you're qualified, that it takes a year to train people to be fully able to answer complicated cases. And it turns out many people have complicated cases. EDD has cut that training time down to nine months, but that's still a lot of time. Um, they have added some more phone lines, but you know, and then, then they've hired people, but it hasn't been enough. Um, it, it does seem kind of astounding that here we are in the beating heart of the tech industry of the world, and yet the technology doesn't seem to exist to handle mm-hmm. this. EDD is, to their credit, they're working on their website. Their website, for, for people who have a very cut and dried situation, if you had a W-2 job and were laid off from it, which is the simplest situation, you should be able to just go on their website and um, you know apply for your unemployment and never need to call them. But many, many people have more complicated situations. They were um, self-employed or they had two or three part-time jobs or their hours were cut rather than totally being laid off. And they need more help than they can figure out themselves on the website. And you're listening to to Forum. I'm Priya David Clemens in for Mina Kim. Lauren writes, this could be solved so easily if the EDD would just offer a callback service as many other companies offer. So, in fact, that's a great point, too. The EDD does now have a callback service. Now, as of two weeks ago, more than a year into the pandemic, they added a callback service. However, in order to get the call back, first, you have to reach them on the hold line. And that's the problem that these companies are solving. Just, you know, everybody who's calling is just getting a busy signal or just saying your call can't get through. You have to get through to them to get the call back. Once you get through to them, which, again, can take many, many hours after 15 minutes on hold, they will now offer you the option of a callback. So that is Mm. an improvement. But again, you have to reach them in the first place on their hold line to get that callback. And that is the bottleneck that so many people are encountering. Let's go to the phone lines. Andrew, Andrew, you're calling from Redwood City. And you're on with Carolyn Said. Thanks for taking my call. I've been living the experience that you've been talking about this morning. So I filed an unemployment claim over three months ago, have not received any checks, uh, have filed multiple emails through EDD system, tried many times to call. And so not only have I not gotten paid, I haven't gotten rejected. I keep doing every two-week certification. I just don't know what to do next. 
Mm. Frustrating. Andrew, Carolyn, any suggestions for Andrew? Uh, Yeah, I am so sorry. That is one of the ones I hear over and over. Really, all I can say is keep trying to call. You can do what I talked about earlier. You can contact a nonprofit um, legal aid group in your county, or you can contact your elected state senator or state assembly person. Um, It does sound like there's just one little thing you need, somebody to sort of turn the switch on on your account. So in your case, I would suggest just keep calling. Um, they open the lines at 8 a.m. and I would be sitting there at 7.59 a.m. with my finger on the phone ready to you know, hit that button and just devote a day to calling over and over until you can get through. Yeah, thanks for your call, Andrew. Kimberly calling from Napa Valley now. Hi, my question is, I cannot find it anywhere on EDD's website. Do you know if you have to take the civil service test to get hired? You got all these people unemployed and they need help. It just seems like such a simple process. Carolyn, so it seems this question is really like if people are unemployed, why doesn't the EDD hire them to (laughs) get them to work there and, you know, resolve some of these issues? So EDD is hiring. They've hired, I think, something like 1,400 people in the past year. I do not believe that you have to take the civil service test to get that job. It's a temporary job. Um, there's a special category for it. Um, it, It's generally like a one-year limited job, and I don't believe you have to take the civil service test. I've talked to several people who have that job, and they did not mention that being a barrier. So, you know, if if you want to try to get a job with EDD, I encourage you to do it and try to help all these people we're hearing from today. (laughs) Thanks, Kimberly, for your call. Let's go to Santa Rosa now with Allison. Hi, I want to, and I'm, this has to be brief, so I'm going to try to talk fast and be brief. Um, it took me months to get through, way more than 100 hours. And um, my techie friends, and I'd also heard on your program, you know, like a year ago or something, that the software was so old that it was ridiculous. And when you would put in your birthday, it went all the way back to 1900, which, you know, if you, I mean, I don't think anybody born in 1900 is applying for unemployment <laughs> now. So I'm talking about the the ridiculous age of the software. And um, what else? Then when I would get through, it would be push this for that language, push this for this, push that, and, you know, all that, and you'd listen to a whole long recording, and then it would tell you, sorry, we can't talk to you now, call back later. And then um, there was going to be one more thing I was going to say. Oh, please help me remember um, something important. Uh, Well, I don't know if this was it, but I think that the woman that your guest was saying it was $20 per call. Yep. So if the if the robocall is calling, let's just say ten times, but it would probably be more than that. That would be two hundred dollars. Am I understanding that correctly? Oh, I remember the other important thing that I've heard from other friends, like waitresses, that you know when they got some work for a while and then needed to go back on unemployment, it was so difficult, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I think it's discouraging people from going back to work. And if this was like some other big corporation, they should hire, you know, they would have hired somebody yeah. to fix this a long time ago. And that as far as the recall, I know I'm putting in a lot Allison, of points Allison, we've got we've to wrap it up, unfortunately. We are coming to the end here of our show. But you can hear from that, Carolyn, what I'm sure you've seen over and over again, which is just the exhaustion of people who are frustrated. Yes, and I would like to clarify, it's not, if they call 10 times on your behalf, you still pay this, or if they call 100 times, you just pay the $20. Okay, it's, it's great. connection you're paying, right. her time getting through. It's not for how many robocalls they make on your behalf. Carolyn Saeed, business reporter with the San Francisco Chronicle, talking with us today about the troubles with the EDD and new intermediary services that are 
filling the gap. Thank you so much for your time, Carolyn. Thanks for having me. My name is Priya David Clemens. I've been guest hosting for Mina Kim, who is out this week. It's been a pleasure to be with you for these two days. Have a great day, everybody. Sima Yasmin is on tomorrow. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country. We need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.